Welcome to the State of Energy, along with Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. My name is Rand DeWitt, and hello, Tommy Terrific. Tommy Terrific, I like it. Yeah, Tom Terrific's taken, so you can be Tommy Terrific. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd like to thank everyone for listening to the State of Energy. Um, if you'd like to find out more about what it is we do and who we are, you can go to thestateofenergy.com. That is thestateofenergy.com. Tom, they can check out previous episodes of this fine show that's been heard in, what, over 52 countries and over 1,000 cities now? 54 countries wow. and 1,058 cities. That is fantastic. And we want to thank everyone. Just thank you very much for joining us on the state of energy as we discuss all things energy. Um, and if you go to the state of aside from the past episodes, you can also find the fabulous where to buy button. So you're in a situation, you're out of propane. You want to find out where the closest place is to get propane to your location. You just go on to that where to buy button, type in your zip code, and all the places will populate around uh, your screen. Um, also, rebates. Rebates are available if you go to thestateofenergy.com. Yeah, we've got uh, $200 per appliance if you live in uh, Idaho, uh, Wyoming, or Montana, and you're going to replace one of your old, outdated appliances. Maybe it's a wood-burning stove. Ew. Maybe it's... Uh, a nasty old water heater that's sucking down the electricity because you know those water you know a, an electric water heater is mm. super inefficient that thing especially those those big uh storage tank type yes. that just sit there and run all the time <laughs> all it's doing is is just keeping that hot water warm for that moment that you need it i mean how often honestly do you use hot water throughout the day at your house a lot well i mean well you know i i do frequently i mean <laughs> you wash your hair four I times a day get four times a day gonna make sure the shine stays there but yeah i mean but those things do they I mean they just suck energy i mean they they do well for the stockholders of southern california edison it helps them out but realistically they're just sitting there with that with that electric coil heating up the water 24 hours a day for that little moment that you need it in the morning or when you're cooking. It doesn't make any sense to have your your electric hot water heater running all the time. When you could upgrade to, say, a on-demand water heater that runs on propane. Yeah, like water, hot water when you need it. That's right. And, and it's going to consume way less energy. It's going to be uh, cleaner for the environment. It's going to be way better for your pocketbook. And we're going to throw in 200 bucks so that you can help get that installed safely from a propane professional. And also, uh, our Instagram is taking off quite well. The State of Energy on Instagram. I mean, of course, currently still our uh, most liked photo is the one where you're praying for rain and you caught me mid-blink looking like I'm Irie. I don't know who took those photos. We're going to have to get a new a new photographer for our Instagram. I think there's unicorn in their uh, Instagram name. That's all I know. I think that's involved. Mm. Uh, yeah, other uh, posts, the, the ones with one with you and Congressman Moore is getting a lot of love. And then, uh, of course, Silverware Poker from Nashville, still getting love on Instagram. So thank you. Yeah, go check out our Instagram. Give us a like and... Uh... You know, it'll be fun. Follow us. And we hope everyone had a great Memorial Day weekend as we, we remember those who died in active military service uh, defending our country. Took a, a moment each day to uh, to give thanks to those soldiers that gave their lives in uh, defense of our country. Absolutely. It's it's such a great country to live in. Um, you know, I've I've had family that served in the military and 
thank you to everyone that uh, that gave their lives for this country. It's very important to understand what Memorial Day is, and someone may want to send the definition of Memorial Day to Los Angeles District Attorney George Gascon because he sent out a tweet to commemorate Memorial Day saying, I'd like to wish everyone a happy and safe Memorial Day weekend as we reflect on and remember those who have served our country. Yeah. Uh, and that's, then, that's yeah, a different, that's, that's, that's Veterans a different Day. day. That, that's, 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 because uh, former U.S. Navy pilot and Republican Congressman Mike Garcia responded, Hey, Garcon, are you a ghost? If not, you have the wrong holiday. Veterans Day is in November. This weekend, wow. we honor those who didn't make it home. It's not hard. Neither is recognizing the difference between felonies and misdemeanors. Wow, that's uh, that's that's deep there. I yeah. mean, that's they starting they're starting a, a, a Twitter battle now, huh? Well, like, Gascon's going to get recalled. It's done. He's yeah, he's he was he was the DA of of San Francisco for 10 years. How has that been going? And then the people of Los Angeles said, hey, let's try him down here. Oh, man. And now it it, it, it just matches happened. all the rest of California's energy advisor, their energy policy, as well as uh, as their their economic and their uh, uh, the, the whole justice system is crazy. Yeah, it's a little, wow, a little wacky diddly-doo. What blew me away was watching some of those uh, videos and pictures of of the looters on getting the trains as they're leaving the ports. Oh my just, gosh. They would just break into the train cars and just grab all the goods out and just litter it all over the trains. I mean, wow. It's they didn't, because they weren't no fear of repercussions. Hey, arrest me. You let me go later in the day. I'm back here picking up what I just threw off the train. It's, it's, it's a joke, but it's kind it's going to change. I hope so. Um, it's going to change now. Uh, Tom, you, uh, I'm sure did some sort of, barbecuing over the Memorial Day weekend. You know, Memorial Day here was wet and soggy, and it was uh, four four or five days straight of rain, which Ooh. we need, which we need, and, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later in our show. But uh, thankfully, and, and don't get me wrong, I do, I love to have people over, and I love to, to cook on, I got a couple different grills. I got a, I got a big old Weber uh, Genesis grill. And then I, I've got a Blackstone. So I, I love to cook for people, but it's really You're nice. A big baller barbecue holler. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Go to, go to, go to, go to our Instagram page. If you'd like to respond to that. Thank you. There you go. I, uh, it's really nice to leave the house and go to somebody else's house and watch them make the mess. And then just be like, well, it's time to go folks mm -hmm. but uh yeah i i got i got my brother-in-law that was able to uh i don't know what he was thinking he had a pellet grill that i apparently he won or found off the street it was some super smoking deal that he thought he got smoking deal you get that and he had this pellet <laughs> grill that he was trying to smoke a turkey burger mm -hmm. and uh you know i wish he just would have thrown it on the propane grill because it would have been uh it would have been way better than that that pellet thing that he was trying to use well i mean you we've discussed the tom burger did you want to break down what the tom burger is uh, and then i'll so tell I you didn't, what the I, rand burger is i didn't get a chance to cook the tom burger and i i probably i wish i would have but but now i'm grateful i didn't because i didn't have to clean up the mess afterwards but mm. so the the tom burger is is that's my signature that's my signature burger so you you start off with uh you know a good a good 
a good serving of some some beef, you know, like a two all beef patties, special a, a, sauce, a third pound of some of some good ground beef, and make yourself a a nice a nice patty. Throw it on your propane powered grill, and throw on some Polish sausages. At the same time, almost like the hot dog style. You can get these at Costco too. They're they're the Polish uh, hot dog. They're they're the big sausage dogs. And you grill those at the same time. Split those Polish dogs in half. Throw some cheese on your burger. Slap the Polish dog on top, and no ketchup, no mustard, just barbecue sauce. So your barbecue comes with a defibrillator. That's right, and then and then some mayonnaise on your bun. Mm, that's just it's perfect my mouth very is watering tasty. right now the ran burger is uh medium well cooked angus beef uh you ever you ever been to wall burgers wall burgers i can't say i have been to wall burgers i went to wall burgers in vegas it was like 2 30 in the morning i was hungry uh they have a bun one of the best tasting buns i've ever had so i mean it's basically it's slightly toasted with land lakes butter with salt none of this with or without that stuff no it's land lake butter on the uh bun and it's golden and then you put the uh, cheddar cheese on there, some maple bacon, a fried egg, avocado, tomato, relish, Thousand Island, and some Cajun spice. Cajun mm, spice on wow. top of that. And boom, you have a masterpiece. Wow. You got me beat. I, I think you're going to have to come over and make me one of these. Yes, sir. I'll get on a flight right now. Um, if I can catch you before your next big appearance in the uh, propane days in Washington, D.C. that's coming up. That's you're gonna right. You're going to be there in, uh, next week. What is it, June 8th through the 10th while your birthday is happening? Oh, snap. Yep, that's right. June 8th through the 10th, we're going to be in Washington, D.C. for propane days where the industry gets together and meets up um, has has their little almost um well we used to go out and do some lobbying but and now there's a lot of tomfoolery yeah n- literal this, literal tomfoolery <laughs> <laughs> this this year we're not going to be able to to meet up with our representatives but uh it's going to be a meeting and we're going to and we have a, a special guest speaker coming to our meeting is uh, Representative Dan Crenshaw from Texas. Nice. So it's, yeah, he's awesome. See him on the news a lot. He's He was on uh, Saturday Night Live going at uh, Pete Davidson. <laughs> I, did, I didn't see that one. Check that one out. It's good. It's on YouTube. It's mostly, you know, guys that are that are realistic guys talking about energy. The, there's an energy crisis going on right now. So we've got to do our part as the propane industry to to help the the world help the US get through this energy crisis that's coming this summer uh there's a, there's a lot of a lot of talk about this in the news uh it's not and it's not just the old oil crisis that we've been talking about forever or the or the oil crisis from the 70s this is like a real energy crisis that's coming and it's it's uh, it's about crude oil it's about gas it's about uh, electricity there's a big there's a lot of big problems that are that are coming this way if we don't if we don't get it get this fixed as a country yeah one of the stories we're talking about this week is the iea chief warning of summer fuel shortages and a triple energy crisis that will outstrip the oil shocks of the 1970s it's going to be uh, it's very dangerous the u.s could see fuel shortages this summer uh, once people start taking their vacations and Europe could take a particular hit from the lack of supply. 
when the main holiday season starts in Europe and the U.S., fuel demand will be on the rise. Uh, then we could see shortages, for example, in diesel, petrol, kerosene. And this is going to be happening particularly in Europe. It's also going to affect the United States uh, very drastically. Yeah, it, it is. And, and electricity is, has already seen quite an increase in price, but we, we're going to see even more increase in electric and electric pricing as well as gasoline i mean i i don't know what's going on with the gasoline prices but it's they're going up and and we're tapping into the strategic reserve and i thought that we were supposed to be helping the price of gasoline but man it's getting close to five dollars a gallon around here i don't know what they'll just say they'll just say aren't you glad we did can you imagine where prices would be rand you wouldn't have literally just paid Six forty nine a gallon for gas. Six forty nine. Forty nine a gallon on the way over here right now. Well, and I said I don't know what's going on with the price of gas, but really we do know what's going on with the price of gas. Yeah. It it's it's all policy driven. We're not getting the oil out of the ground that we need. And we're blaming it on several reasons, you know, lots of different reasons why we're not getting the uh the oil and gas we need. If you owned a an oil exploration company right now, would you be one of those guys that'd be like, oh yeah, let's we're all in. Let's uh, invest all of our money. Yeah, let's throw a hundred million dollars into this because Joe Biden wouldn't pull the football from us, much like Charlie Brown has all the time, would he? You would never do it because uh, the policies are totally against what you, what you're trying to invest in, and it really makes it hard for the oil and gas guys to keep to keep drilling and keep this this country moving with um, th- with the demand that we have. And when we talk about the gas and oil demands, a lot of it is for the actual production of electricity. Mm-hmm. People don't understand that. Natural gas uh, is, is a huge supplier for the electric grid. And if we're not out there actively getting more and more natural gas out of the ground to sustain the growth of the electrification of everything, then we start running into uh, brownouts, blackouts, planned electric shortages. And that's what they're talking about here is be prepared for probably one of the worst summers for energy consumption uh, since the 70s. Yeah, and people are not, we're just full steam ahead, electrify everything without any discussion of the grid. The grid can't handle it. But it's cool though, don't you? Look at all these cool cars. Don't you want one of these electric vehicles? Don't you want this new? Uh, did you see the latest one? The Is this uh, another Rivian thing? <clears throat> no, no, it's not even Rivian. It's the uh, the old DeLorean. Oh the my DeLorean. gosh! Yes, I saw something the on that. DeLorean is back <laughs> as an EV. <laughs> it doesn't. I mean, I just don't understand. It's cool. I mean, no, no, I want one. It is, it's will you buy me cool. one for my birthday? I will. You know what? I will buy you one for your birthday to scale. Um, <laughs> We all love Matchbox. But it's just something that people don't talk about enough. Why aren't we talking about it? If, if If this summer is going to be so horrible for energy, what's it going to be like in the next five years when all of these states are demanding that all the cars be uh, EVs? It's it, What's going to happen then? I don't know. What would happen to all of your first responders and your police? And, uh, you know, there, there's... There's just they'll keep them on propane. <laughs> well, and that, that's a good time to just talk about propane for a second here. So if if you 
are watching the news, read the news, listen to the listen to all these things that are that are going on, you know that there's there's a potential of a disaster this this summer for energy. Mm-hmm. And thankfully for propane, we do have double the amount of gas, double the amount of propane that we consume that is available in the US. And the other half that we don't consume, we're exporting to other countries. So if it comes down to it, we need that propane for US consumption, we can we can definitely we have it here. It's it's here for us. So if you're worried about any of these things and you you're worried about the electric grid going down, you're worried about not having enough gasoline for your vehicle, you're worried about not having enough natural gas for your to heat your house or to or to get some hot water propane can be installed at your house at your business at your farm it, you can have a backup generator you could have a refueling site for your vehicles right at your business or your farm you could have uh heat and hot water fairly quickly without a ton of money to invest into that. And it's a great opportunity also. I mean, like Tom's been saying, you can have your whole house run on propane, your vehicle run on propane. Orbex, a company out of Great Britain, is sending rockets into outer space using biopropane because propane is clean. I'll say it again. It's clean. It's affordable. It's abundant. And it's right here in America. And it's we're not saying we're not anti solar, hydro, wind. Um, we're we're just saying that propane needs to be a part of a, a well balanced energy plan. And we're not getting the love we deserve to get. Well, and look, all these other energy, all these other re- ways to create electricity are being shut down all the time. Uh, I think New York was in the news just last week for shutting down some uh, nuclear yes. power plants. Um, Lake Powell is in the news. Lake Mead's in the news. The two largest reservoirs in the country, Lake Mead is number one, Lake Powell is number two. They are within just a few feet of not being able to produce any electricity because the lake levels or the dam levels are so low that they can't they're not going to be able to produce electricity it's 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 like tom said it's critical uh if water levels at uh, uh, lake powell drop another 32 feet all hydroelectricity production would be halted at the reservoirs glen canyon dam and I, i mean that dam's been around uh since the 60s it's it's it it was built as a as as a drought um to save to save downstream for the event of a drought. Well, we've been in a drought for a long time. And and so now it's just, it's, it's way down and it's losing. It's already lost 16% of its electric capacity today. Yeah. It's dropped a hundred, yeah, it's dropped a hundred feet in the past three years and can only go another 32 feet. So you do the fat, you do the math folks. Yeah. So, the, so there you go. And, and it says almost six million homes. Then this isn't people. I mean, that, wh- and businesses. Wh- I mean, how many people are in in a in a home? Two or, or three or four people? Some two or three. I mean, well, I think it's two point seven eight. However, that works out. So, so let's say uh, let's round it up to eighteen million people could be affected by this uh, by no electricity coming out of these out of, out of just this one dam let alone like me. Yeah, and uh, Arash Malemi, the uh, Navajo Tribal Unity Utility Authority Deputy General Manager, said that they have 40% unemployment in this area. Uh, and per capita, the income is a little over $10,000 a year. 
Energy prices could uh, mean that some people aren't able to heat or cool their homes. Um, And the federal government, which technically owns the hydropower flowing through the federally managed dams, uh, it sells the electricity to states for what is often far less than commercial market price. But uh, it says in a worst-case scenario, uh, the Interior Department projects the dam could stop producing power by January. And the agency is now weighing an emergency action that would buy the dam more time. So, in short, uh, more damn time. More. <laughs> you know what's crazy about that whole area down there on the Utah-Arizona border? That we're, we're talking about this electric, um, this hydro dam there that's producing electricity for the Navajo area. Right. And also a lot of other people. But there used to be a, a large coal-fired power plant down there and they just abruptly shut it down and tore the whole place down last year because they can't tell the difference between steam and smoke i hear (laughs) well they they did use some of the 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 damn water to uh cool or they were running it was a steam powered coal steam powered electric generation plant and it employed a lot of people and it was interesting to hear that 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 town or that area has a 40 percent unemployment rate yeah and and their their uh, wages or their annual household income is super low and these are the types of people that are going to be affected the most is the people that already can't afford high energy prices and now they're just they're going to get even higher and higher with some some crazy things that have happened because we shut down coal-fired power plants ahead of when we had the the replacement in place. So that yeah, that, it doesn't make any sense. They could have easily kept that power plant open for a few more years until we have the technology to replace it. Because they keep talking about, oh, electricity is going to be clean in the future. It's going to be clean in the future. Well, before you start shutting these down, let's wait until you have that clean energy to create this in the future. Your girl Greta would say we don't have the time. I don't know if we're going to have the time right now. I mean, what are we going to do with every, when the power goes out this summer? Or you can't afford We're it. doing the whole, you know, uh, you know, we can't have any pudding unless you eat your meat. We're getting ahead of the game here. We got to, this is what we're doing all across the country. And like you said, the people uh, most vulnerable are the ones that are getting crushed first. We don't, we could, we, we could all, we could work on all of these clean energy ideas together as a unit. Hydro, wind, solar, electric, and propane all working together, but not trying to shove one in front of the other that's hurting those who uh, are already having enough trouble in life. Yeah, this this is it's going to be a very interesting summer. And all I can say is uh, if you are running on if you do have propane already, good for you. Expand your your uh, appliances expand into your fleets and and let propane help you throughout throughout this summer in this energy crisis that we're going to see and if you're not currently using propane i suggest getting a hold of of your local propane supplier talk to them about some of the challenges that you think you might be coming up with and and seeing if they can have a solution that'll fit your needs whether it's going to be transportation or uh heat or water or hot water or electric generation i mean you could you could easily have on-site power generation with the clean propane 
power generator and and be able to keep your your business from uh, these high energy costs that we're gonna we're expected to see. And uh, you know, if you Google Lake Powell right now, there's an amazing rock slide that was just caught on camera. I saw that. It's kind of yeah. like a metaphor for what's coming. It's it's pretty impressive. I'm surprised that boat that was sitting there taking that video didn't didn't just take off. It's like, wow, you guys are kind of going a little slow there. That big old piece of rock just fell right into the lake, caused a huge wave. Yeah, that was. It was impressive. Well, Tommy, terrific. We wish you uh, a great time in Washington, D.C. next week as you're going to be uh, spending your birthday with uh, the lawmakers in the fabulous land. I think we're going to we're going to try to record. Yeah, we are. From there. Right. We're going to we're going to we're going to do an episode live from D.C. See if you can grab one of the congressmen or somebody. We'll, we'll see. We'll see if we can get a, a special guest on. That is Tom Clark, executive director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. My name is Rand DeWitt, and we are always online at the state of energy.com.